Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you an outstanding woman who is a leader in her field. These amazing women are role models for living your life purposes, how to be resilient and create positive relationships, build successful careers, and helping you discover your leadership talents. Now, if you've been listening to these conversations, you know I've been interviewing these amazing leading women for nearly a decade. I love sharing their stories so much that I chose 19 of the best experts from these interviews and these conversations to co-author my book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life, which is available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and the business section of your area bookstores. Now, if you haven't bought yours yet, or if you know a woman who wants to pursue her passion and purpose, this book is for you or for her. This week, I'm pleased to introduce you to another woman leader in her field. She is Michelle Weldon. I met Michelle when she interviewed me in December for Take the Lead Women, a social profit organization where she serves as editorial director, and Women Connect for Good is their partner this year and last year. But just to scratch the surface, Michelle is emeritus faculty in journalism at the Medell School, Northwestern University, the award-winning author of five nonfiction books, her latest book, Escape Points, a memoir, won many awards, including being named one of the best books of 2015 by Book List of American Library Associations. Now, you may have read her commentary in the New York Times, USA Today, Cosmopolitan, Time, and many other Or you may have seen her on one of the hundreds of radio TV shows, including Today, NPR, The Oprah Winfrey Show, or ABC Sunday Morning, to name a few. So this is an honor and a pleasure. I'm so pleased that Michelle accepted my invitation to share her story on Conversation with Smart, Amazing Women. Welcome, and thank you, Michelle, for being with me. Well, good morning, Michelle. It's a a new year and a new day, and we all the all the new possibilities are are just right here. Today is the day of possibilities. So thank you for being with me. Oh, gracious! Thank you so much, Nancy. I'm thrilled to be with you this morning. Thank you. Well, thank you. You know, I, the way I begin most of these conversations is the most important thing, and you, of course, are a master storyteller. Uh, you know, your book, uh, "Writing to Save Your Life: How to Honor Your Story," is a beautiful book. Uh, and all three, I read three of your books, and I scanned one of them pretty much last night. So telling your story is probably the most important thing we as women can do for ourselves, and it's how we connect with other women. So I typically begin by asking, tell, tell me your personal story. How did you become the woman that, that I'm speaking to today? Because I think that is probably the most important thing that we can share as women with one another is who we are by telling our story. And I always find that when I tell my story to someone else, there's truly a connection and something amazing happens, something very magical occurs. That's right. There is, uh, there is magic and transformation in, in telling the truth. And I think my um, story has led me to be where I am today as, as a truth teller and, and able to, to share insights and also enable other people to own their story and tell their truth. Uh, You know, growing up, I'm the youngest of six and seven years, highly competitive environment. And my, um, my, my parents were highly encouraging and 
you know, we're of the mindset that you can do and be whatever you intend to be. And I was highly precocious. I had my own newspaper when I was 10. It was called the Juvenile Journal. And I told stories, you know, back then. And I had about 50 subscribers. And it was um, 50 cents a year. And I was so proud of myself. I typed this up and, and duplicated um you know, the, the copies on the little hectograph machine I had in, in the family room and uh, thought I was just, you know, this publishing magnet. And I <laughs> said to my dad once, I, you know, I'm so proud of myself, how well I'm doing. And he said, well, actually, no, you never paid for postage or anything. And <laughs> so maybe you're a good writer, but yeah, you learn, learn a little bit more about business. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> actually started writing uh, professionally for the local newspaper when I was 12. Wow. and went to journalism school and graduate school in journalism and always knew that's what I wanted to do was um, to be a, a journalist and to write books and to tell stories. So that's what I did for many years on staffs of newspapers and, and magazines and um, along the way, I married someone uh, in 1986, a, a man I had known my whole life. Our parents were friends since um, high school and thought I married someone who was quite wonderful and handsome and charismatic and safe. And uh, together we had three sons. And what uh, transpired was the truth was not as, as it appeared and he was uh, physically violent, and I ended up telling the truth, and we got divorced, and, you know, a lot has transpired since 1995 when we were divorced, but it makes a huge impact on my personal story because I was working at, at newspapers and writing for, you know, really large national magazines at the time, and telling other people's stories, but yet never having the courage to tell my own. Yeah. And when I finally did that, you know, my, my life really broke open in a great new way. And since then, um, you know, I've, I've written f five books. My first book was a memoir called I Closed My Eyes, and it was about my experience. And then I also, at about that same time, started teaching as a professor in journalism at Northwestern, uh, where I taught for 18 years, and I'm now a professor emerita there, and um, I also do work with um, the op-ed project, helping people tell their truths. I work with Take the Lead, and my life has evolved into being about the importance of truth and standing in it with courage, even if it's something which most assuredly um, I felt great shame about my truth, but it, it has really liberated me. And I, I believe, um, and from the evidence I received, I believe um, that it has helped others. So um, that's where I am. I'm an author, a journalist, a speaker, an instructor, uh, you know, just telling the truth. Yeah. Well, um, first of all, thank you for the beautiful Christmas card you sent to me with a picture of yourself and your three very, very attractive, handsome sons. That uh, was truly a treasure. When I opened that, I saw Nancy and I opened that and I, 
went, oh my goodness, what a beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful family you have. And, Thank uh, you. And and I know that in the reading of, of the books and so forth that. Uh, not, it was a difficult journey for them, but then again, they realized the importance and, and of what a great parent and what a wonderful support person you have been in their lives. And 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 you know, and telling your truth, you know, you mentioned that it was you worried how it would affect them, but in, in in essence, it truly set them free as well. And I and I think that's the most important thing that we when we do what you're talking about, it gives others the opportunity to do the same. You know, we we women are. You know, I've worked I've worked with women for 35 years. I am a woman. I have three daughters. I have seven granddaughters, by the way. Um, I'm. Oh my I'm goodness. I am definitely. I definitely <laughs> have to lead with the feminine essence because, and I wasn't always proud of that being a woman. So you know, I mean, it's the truth that we tell. But I, I think the thing that's so important is that women, when we do actually tell the truth to each other. That's right. It allows us to truly connect. But I think women in general really are concerned about that vulnerability, are concerned about showing, you know, if they don't have their super superwoman T-shirt on, they're very concerned how they'll be perceived or what might happen to them. So I think the more we as women can share that vulnerability by asking for help or sharing that truth about things in our lives that aren't always perfect and that, are, that aren't always pleasant, that it really begin, we begin to truly connect as women, and that's where that community of strong, healthy women are growing, such as yourself. I don't know what 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 has been the response though, because I mean I know you're with Take the Lead and you're working with Soft Ed, but overall, what what can you say was, has been the best part for you as far as telling your truth? Well, the best part is the feedback I get, you know, from from complete strangers, whether it's you know comments on you know, an op-ed or letters, I emails I get um, from people who read my books or, um, you know, something I get to a P.O. box is that women feel that my story connects to their story, you know, whether or not the specifics are similar or parallel is that when you express, as you said, with vulnerability and honesty and integrity, what has happened to you, but not just to leave it there, but to take the steps to say, and then I did this. Yeah. Because then you don't stay trapped in that story because, you know, I speak a, a lot about, you know, memoir and writing personal essays and telling your own truth. And I was advised by, um, you know, high-level journalist friends not to tell the story of my personal story. You know, I remember a, a colleague said, don't write that book. You'll have victim on your name tag for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah, I saw that. And don't be vulnerable, you know, maintain your professionalism. And I think it would be easy to stay stuck in the story, but I think the power is moving beyond it and showing that redemption and transformation is possible and that you can yeah. take that truth and then mold whatever it is you design. I think a real danger in being very public about your failures or your circumstance or anything um, that can be negative, the, the danger can be wanting to stay in that frame. So one thing that I've learned is that by modeling the possibility of moving past that story, saying, yes, this is the truth, and that is 
okay to tell, but need to move past that. And I think that's one of the most powerful things I have, not just that women connect with that negative and extremely painful phase, but that you can walk past it. Yeah, well, the, the power, you know, too, that we talk so much about with Take the Lead. That's right. But, but, but again, I think the, the, the point, the most important point is that that is something I think that really limits all women when it comes to accessing their true power and their true selves when they're constantly talking about how, how perfect and how professional or whatever. I mean, you know, keeping that stance of, of again, not asking for help, not reaching out, and, and not asking for support because, of course, when we do those things, it puts us in a position that we can do that in turn for someone else. I mean, it's the whole concept right. of mentoring. And I think that's, for me, you know, Women Connect for Good and all of my books have been about women, the most important thing that women must do for us to truly take the take our our true leadership role in this country is to really truly, truly support each other, and that's at all levels. I mean, being a victim is one thing, but I think the the thing that women do in some ways end up being victims because they don't allow themselves to access support that they could take and, and really move so much further forward in their lives. So I think an important piece on that and, you know, also the work with that you do with Connect for Good is, you know, is move past your your own story and your own immediate circle and to put it into a larger context. And that comes through um, service and connection with others and, and not just others that you know. Yeah. That it becomes casting a much wider net. And that is really invigorating and energizing to move out of your own story, not just into your own future, but realizing what power you have to assist and participate and collaborate with with so many other people. Um, I think a a lot of people I know, and especially a lot of women I know, keep their circles small. And, um, you know, I'm I'm recovering from many, many holiday parties where I saw the same people, (laughs) the same stories. And it's like, goodness, hasn't anybody read anything this week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to to get out of your own way, I guess. And, and see that, it, yeah, your, your truth is really important, but accessing and listening to the truths of others is also yeah. really important. Yeah, absolutely. Again, that's the whole, the whole principle of, and the point of Women Connecting for Good is, well, we share everything. You know, these Stiletto networks that have been developing over the, all over the United States, including Take the Lead. I mean, we women leaders also share the good things and the other things in our lives that aren't necessarily, you know, wonderful. I mean, that helps us to, to problem solve and that helps us to, to really understand that we're not alone, that we're, we're not unique in, in some of the issues that we, that we do, <laughs> do have to bear in our lives. So, I mean, I think that's the most important thing. I think if we can just continue to develop this, this community of women who do tell the truth, their own truth, and allow other women to tell their truth, that uh, the possibilities are absolutely endless. That's, you know, we've, we've done, you know, you've interviewed me, we've talked before, but that's, that's my whole point and principle in, in my own existence is that, you know, every time I go out and talk, I mean, I, I truly also have went through a very difficult period in my life going through a pretty awful divorce after a very, very long time. 
And it was oh, surprising okay. to me the number of women who did not support me, who, did, who basically, mm. um, I, I guess I, I, I represented almost a leper in some ways because uh, I chose not to stay in a relationship that was very, very, uh, you know, once I realized exactly what the situation was, I decided that I could not stay in that relationship. And I was surprised the number of women who, who basically just kind of, uh, I guess just you know avoided me because I didn't you know I didn't stay in that that model as you said the perfect the perfect husband the perfect situation you know the perfect parties the perfect everything and and I chose not to because it wasn't I couldn't live that way but I, right. I guess what surprised me was the number of women who did not support me and and basically right. I, I assumed by them not supporting me in some ways they would have had to understand their own truths as well. That's right, because the good news and the bad news is that truth is contagious. <laughs> you know, it's hard to yeah, be around yeah. someone who's, like yourself, who's transparent and not willing to hide and compromise your values and your happiness and yeah. your life health. It's it's hard to be someone who who hides to be around someone who doesn't. Oh, yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. And oh, yeah. I, And for the first few years, I was like, oh, goodness. You no, know, you're not gonna you're not gonna catch it from me. <laughs> you're you're welcome to stay married to him. <laughs> I I, under, I understand, you know, and, and you do have to find <laughs> You're right. It's like, oh my God, you know, you will I have to do the same thing because I'm around you? No, no, you don't have to you can stay in whatever relationship you choose to it's none of my business, you know, how you choose to live, you know. I mean it is amazing. But uh but look at you and look at me. I mean uh, the thing is is that, you know, I was doing the same things that I'm doing now, but the ability to do even more and do more with even more passion and more purpose, if anything, it's it's driven me to be even more, uh, you know, just more adamant and more, you know, energized to really build this community of women who really get it, who really understand that, you know, together with our truth, whether, you know, and and our vulnerabilities and and all the things that that come with us, it's amazing when we lead with the feminine what that you know we've always had these wonderful amazing feminine skills but we've we've pretty much a lot of women professional women have stuffed them which is again our ability to collaborate our ability to connect and develop healthy relationships overall and to see the big picture as well as details and yet you know so many women who who believe again leading with the, the masculine are out there going well as long as I wear my keep my keep my head down and keep moving forward and and you know I'll be fine but but again the the fun part is is when we finally do realize hey you know what we're pretty special and I don't That's care right. who who along the way tells us we aren't you know I mean again your situation you know I mean my situation people that are telling you well you're not so special and then finally you go yes I am yes I am That's right <laughs> Well, I think it takes up a lot of brain space and heart space to be yeah. inauthentic. So, um, you know, what I found was that hiding and feeling shame and being quieted, um, you know, whether that was uh, thrust upon me or whether I deliberately did that to myself, that takes a lot of energy. Yeah, that it does. once you once you don't have to hide and once you're out there 
um, I mean, that doesn't mean that I don't have boundaries, but um, I think you have a lot more energy for a lot more positivity because all your uh, creative horses aren't doing something else. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, that's wonderful. But why don't we just chat, talk a little bit about op-ed. And I, and I'm, I know you've okay. talked about a little bit, but let's talk a little bit before we're done today about op-ed and take the lead. Because I know, well, in your books, of course, uh, you've got fantastic books. I mean, I, like I said, I oh, read thanks. all night long. I didn't get much sleep, thank you. I read a lot last night. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I, I, I Maybe you can get a nap. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually enjoyed it for, for sure. But tell, tell me a little bit about more op- op-ed. Well, I've been working with the Op-Ed Project as a, a facilitator uh, since 2011. It was founded in 2008 by Katie Orenstein um, out of New York. It's a nonprofit. The mission is to change the demographics of voice. It started, you know, with the mission of of gender only, and to have more women writing commentary and and appearing on. TV, more women experts, you know, having a higher visibility with, with their ideas. And in the past eight years, it has evolved into a much bigger vision of changing the demographics of voice completely across all descriptions, you know, um, gender, orientation, race, ideology, um, economics, uh, geography, and, and just to broaden the scope of who narrates the world. Yeah. And in, in that work, we were in you know, many uh, universities. I led the fellowship for faculty co-led at, at Princeton and Stanford. And for the past five years, I've been leading and directing the fellowship of 20 faculty members a year, women and minority faculty at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. And there's about 40 of us who work in the organization. It's based in New York, but we're all over the country, and we go all over the world with foundations and organizations training people how to get their ideas in the world. You know, we're platform agnostic. Started as op-ed, but you know, it's transformed into TED talks and. Yeah, you know, yeah, and testimony yeah. and however you can get your ideas at a very high level to make a difference in the world. And wow. it's fantastic. really fun work. Ooh. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'd like to learn more about that, that's for sure. You know, diversity is such a huge piece in our country. But the most important thing that we need to remember is over 55% of the population in our country, women of color, women of whatever shade, whatever background, are 50, we're 55% of the population. We need to remember how important that is. But right now, you know, I've, I've been to uh, – Santa Barbara has a huge uh, – they have a big, huge film festival here, but it went to a, a – these are all women producers and directors, and one of the things that, that a lot of people don't understand is that 90, 96% of most of the media and production is are males. And That's so right. a lot of what we end up seeing – and of course, media is so powerful. I know social media has a lot, huge impact, but still, TV, radio, films, cinemas have a huge impact on, especially the youth and the young women. That basically, you know, we we've got, you know, our women are still being denigrated in films. So, I mean, we still have to have this this purity of of the media, and and again, what comes out of people's mouths and what we see 
to truly impact women of all colors to to really give them and give them the power they need. So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm excited to hear that what you're doing is as out there because, uh, again, the goal is to get more women in film. Uh, Tara Renee, uh, you know, women of color in film production. I mean, there there are women out there doing things like that. Sheila Robinson with Diversity Magazine. I mean, there are women of color out doing there's so much, which I'm getting to know more and more of that community. But uh, we all have to come together, and it's not us and them. It's all of us coming together to really That's make right. an impact, to change what what is out there that people are seeing and what they believe. You know, the the thing that I like to say to people is don't believe everything. Don't believe everything you see or hear. You know, question right. everything. Don't believe everything. So. That's fantastic. Like I said, I'd like to know more about that, Michelle. Of course, the most important thing that we're doing together, because we're partnering, uh, Women right. is partnering with uh, Take the Lead, which uh, Gloria Felt and yourself are very, very much involved with. Can you share that just a little bit and what's what's on the forefront? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love I love working with Gloria Felt. My goodness isn't gracious. She, isn't she, um, isn't she amazing? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I want to be Gloria Felt. I don't think it's possible, uh, yeah. but I but I would love to be a uh, any any imitative part of who she is. Yeah, I've been with Take the Lead for um, just a few weeks shy of a year now um, yeah. as, as editorial director, and I I do uh, the, the blogs and uh, the newsletter, and uh, you know the, the mission is to uh, of what I do is is to create you know, content that can inform women leaders um, right. in, in all parts of their um, professional lives and how to enhance, you know, their career path and really to move towards gender parity um, in, in leadership, uh, however that uh, is, is represented. And that's the mission. And uh, I get the opportunity to meet and uh, work on so many wonderful stories and and to tell other people's stories and to put together this newsletter every week it's just it's fun yeah yeah <laughs> and the community of take the lead all the women are I, I just i love them i wish it's all virtual because i'm in chicago but i yeah. i yeah. sure wish i could have coffee with them all the time yeah no, I, I, I've seen Gloria several times, and uh, like I said, women, uh, women Connect for Good partnering with Take the Lead. I mean, it really fits right into the mission of Women Connect for Good is women supporting one another, too. And to do so, we have to do that with women's leadership. But Gloria is just, she's humble, she's contrite, but she's truly passionate. And developing 50 women uh, amb- leader ambassadors across the country is the goal to create leadership training in all areas, uh, helping to train women to become women leaders, and hopefully in every university to eventually have curriculum that's just a part of the curriculum for women uh, women coming, becoming leaders and starting as early as possible. I've, uh, I've become involved with Girls, Inc., Girls Incorporated here in uh-huh. Santa Barbara, which is a huge organization. We have to start earlier and earlier developing leadership skills and permission for girls to truly use the permission, but encouragement for girls to use their voices. So you are doing that, Michelle. I am so excited for you. I mean, you're, you're out there and now that you're involved with take the lead, I'm, I'm excited to get to know you better because that's a, 
truly very close to my heart and, and, and uh, see that as, as something so huge and important in this world to make such a difference to create that gender parity that you're speaking of. So um, op-ed, uh, I think we can talk more about my foundation, of course, being more involved somehow. So that might be Great. something that we can talk about as well. So uh, okay. I'm all about possibilities. That's you know this is the year 2017, which is in numerology terms is a one, which is all about new beginnings and new possibilities. 2016. I don't know if you're in numerology. A lot of people think that's mm-hmm. movie, but but the point no, is no. 2016 was a nine, and number nine is all about closure and ending. So whatever was going on, it was a nine-year period. So 2016 was the end of that nine-year period. So we're starting a new nine-year period, which is all full of possibilities. And I'm so excited about that because I am ready. I am really Me ready. Me too. <laughs> so, all right. Well, is there is there more that you'd like to share about your books and where people can learn more about what you're doing and the and all the amazing things that you're helping helping in this world to create a better world to, and you're doing. So what, what else would you like to share about that? Sure. Thanks, Nancy. Um, I have a, a website that's um, my name, michelleweldon.com, and Michelle has one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Um, and, you know, my books uh, are all available on Amazon and uh, Barnes & Noble and all over um, the internet. So, uh, would appreciate hearing from anyone. And um, if anyone's interested in writing for Take the Lead, I would love to talk to you. And you know, anyone's interested in the op-ed project, which is in 15 different cities around the country and core seminars that anyone can attend. And just happy to connect with anyone who is interested in the work I'm doing. Yeah, would love to collaborate. You know, one of the things I truly love about your books, at the end of each book you ask that whoever has read the book to contact you to share and to to open that uh, conversation with others. And again, I close my eyes, Revelations of a Battered Woman, a memoir, Escape Points, Writing to Save Your Life, How to Honor Your Story. And I, I love that you include that, is that you, you really are wanting to create a narrative and create that better narrative for other people as well. So I truly appreciate that. Um, let's find a time to talk about op-ed and anything I can do to, to help you in your, your uh, journey and your continued success in your career. Uh, that's what we do here at Women Connect for Good. But, uh, and, of course, our connection with Take the Lead, I'm, I'm very excited to get to know you better in that way also. Yes, and we have to meet. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. Well, you know, we, we've talked about this. Um, Gloria, um, they had, you know, this huge launch about, in fact, I went to the launch in uh, Arizona, and that was a couple of years ago for Take the Lead. And uh, we're talking about doing another one. So it would be a wonderful time for us to all come together. And uh, we've, we've been talking about that. Gloria is also on the, on the board of Women Connect for Good Foundation. So it's great. We, we're constantly talking and sharing ideas. And, and uh, so there, I think that's a possibility, but I think that would be wonderful for us to all come together in this huge 
maybe even be a huge celebration and to let people, women know where we are at this point. But uh, that 50 women leader uh, leader ambassadors is very close. There's over 35 right now all over the country, so that's growing in numbers. Um, and maybe even more than that since the last. I think they had a training in the first part of December, so that may be even more. I may have my numbers uh, a little small on that. Well, congratulations on everything you're doing. Uh, you have the power, too, now. And like I said, we both have we both have huge, big wings. And I really <laughs> I really like my big wings, and I'm keeping them. You have a wonderful <laughs> day, and we'll chat really, really soon. Okay, thank you so much, Nancy. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year. Thank you.